On this episode of the High Flow Lifestyle Show, I talk with Faust Ruggiero about how we can lead a life of flow by developing a passion from the inside out. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Smith, and welcome to the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast. It's my privilege to be your peak performance and flow coach with this episode. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews, as well as actionable tips and strategies for accessing flow for optimal human performance, heightening creativity, intuition, and productivity, and most importantly, living a healthier and happier life. Now let's dive into your next dose of practical flow training. Faust has been in private practice at the Community Psychological Center in Pennsylvania for over 30 years, specializing in individual, family, substance abuse, and women's issues, and marital couples counseling. During that time, he developed the Process Way of Life and has used it with over 2,000 of his clients, helping them to realize and unleash the power they have inside themselves. The Process Way of Life has now been developed into a written version of the original counseling program and is now an award-winning book entitled The Fix Yourself Handbook. Welcome to the show, Faust. What's your superpower? Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. You know, superpower, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, for me, um, superpower, I always look at what, what drives me, what I think really moves me forward. And I think for me, my superpower would be my passion. Um, mm. as I, as I've, uh, worked not only in my own program, but, you know, life experiences, I've found that instead of, um, having passion come from the outside, you know, whether it's a sports team or your music or whatever it may be. If I could have it come from the inside and and be passionate about everything in my life, then I can I can take that and move it outward. And I think that's just such a a nice way. You're you're always fueling yourself. Everything that comes into your life, you can really look at it and see a whole new way that that uh, that that makes you go. And uh, not only is it it's a, you know that's that superpower so to speak, but it it introduces how I'm going to flow into everything in my life. Um, and, and, and I can see, I can feel it inside. It's something that's with me all the time. And it's something that I wrap around everything that I do. So, uh, you know, you know, and when I think of superpower, I think of passion, they, they go to, they go together so well. Okay. And you, and you mentioned flow in your life. So that's sort of, you see that as a combination of both external forces and internal. Yeah. I think if you're going to have a flow in your life, the, you know, what, what I write about and the whole program I put together is getting strong on the inside, not having all that external stuff come off. So if you, if you can do it from the inside, that passion comes from the inside, you really have much more control of that external stuff. It's not that it's not um, I must control the world. It's that I'm in control of me. So whatever comes in, I'm not so reactive. I'm not so emotional. I know what I want to filter in, what I want to what I want to keep out and exactly how I want to use it from that point. Yeah, in in flow state, we talk a lot about intrinsic motivation, and and it, I think it's a very similar topic. And it is. I, I know one one of the topics that you, you cover in detail is internal language and brain control. Is this is this related to like cognitive behavioral therapy or the underlying belief that people can change? <laughs> it's all those kinds of things, you know. You know how it is. We come out of graduate school and they. They t- gave us all these things that we should do. And here's this theory and that one. Then you get into the real world and you're, 
you're seeing clients every day and you start mixing and matching and throwing this out, throwing that out. And what I always saw was that people would interrupt their own flow in life by the way they talk to themselves, or they could they could maximize the potential by the way they talk to themselves. And, uh, you know, and, I will, and you know, the way I look at, at the brain is it's, you know, the learning is simply repetition over time. It's really all it is. And the more we speak to ourselves in negative terms, or I can't, or we complain about the world, the more we hear that and it controls what we do. So I've always asked people to try to reverse that a little bit. Start by, by you know, what I actually have to do is it's kind of count how many times a day they went negative and they come back and they should be, I was doing this all day long. And I said, well, you feel negative. So there's the proof. You're training your brain to feel the way you're telling it to feel. If you can do it that way and you reverse that and you start talking to yourself in positive terms, uh, be gentle with yourself, but, but also, you know, I can, I'm able to do this. Uh, I don't know how to do it yet, but I know what I have inside me and I'm able to, I'm going to wrap that around everything and I'm going to be able to, uh, to be positive and, you know, and as, as, as we have always said, if you're negative, you have a tendency to maximize negative energy. If you're positive, you're moving positive energy into everything you're thinking and you're doing. So, you know, that that language is not just how we express ourselves. It's how we control the way we think. You know, we, 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 worry, we worry about other people controlling us, but we're the ones that control us first. Yeah. A lot of it starts with that language. So what would be something that helps you get into flow state? I have a lot of things, you know, um, uh, exercise is a big one. I'm fortunate to uh, have a kind of a training center, if you will, in my basement. So, uh, you know, I live in the Northeast, so we can have basements here. And I, uh, when we when we finished the basement, I said, you know, we're gonna we're gonna put a a room there. And it's got about a dozen machines, and I go down every day. Um, I, I take Sunday off, but I go down with a different kind of a training regime every day um, because my my feeling is, and that's what I read about in the book. What we do is really the interplay between our physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual attributes, if you will. So I keep the physical up, you know, eat the right things, get to sleep, do all those things. But then I have a, an exercise component in every day. And, you know, and, and it's interesting how it's physical, but, you know, you intellectually challenge yourself. You see your emotions being displayed differently because you're, you're ridding yourself of some energy that you're building up. Mm. You know, spiritually, you can connect with yourself a little bit. So exercise is, is a really good driving point. And, and, you know, sometimes you don't realize how good those things are until you don't do them. And I remember mm. when we built the house, I had about five months where everything was in storage and it wasn't just enough time to do that. And by around the third month, I was saying, you know, I feel a little bit more, t- a little something's more off here. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, geez, you know, and so, so, you know, you don't realize it till you, that it's not just a physical thing. And I'm not, you know, at my age, I'm not looking to build muscle. I'm just looking to have that component in there to balance it, provide that balance and, and, uh, and the health that you need to keep everything going the way you should. Yeah. Do you find yourself uh, in like a, a morning routine with it? Like every morning you start at a certain time and you exercise or is it something that, you know, maybe you're feeling a little out of it mid afternoon. So you, you know, break, yeah. break the situation with some yeah. exercise. I, I'm more uh, a slave to the schedule. You know, I'm still counseling full time. Mm-hmm. And so my, what I've done is I, I've always counseled for three or four hours in the morning. Then I have a couple hour break in the afternoon. And of course you go back as people can come at night. So that two or three hours ahead in the afternoon, I'll put my workout in there. Uh, and I've become then in that sense, uh, an afternoon workout person. And 
And you know, I'm sure you know how the, the biorhythms work. You know, your body gets used to what time you're going to get up or, and doing things on a schedule. I don't try to keep it regimented, but I try to keep it pretty much the same most days. Um, and uh, so I get down for about an hour and I'll do different things. Um, and, you know, uh, challenge myself a little bit, come back upstairs and we're ready to go. And, you know, whether it's do some writing or getting ready to go back to the office. But, uh, that, you know, having it in there every day, right around 1, one thirty in the afternoon, I think my body's all ready to go. And, uh, and I go down and it's, it's just for me, it's also intellectually, emotionally, a wonderful time. It's, you know, it's only my time. I'm down there all by myself. And it's, you know, so it's an escape, if you will. It's it's uh, that time where I say, geez, this is just for me. And then there's all the benefits that come from just doing all the exercises. I wanted to take a second to share an upcoming opportunity with you. I help people who are a little stuck or aspiring to go to that next level of success in life. Unlock your hidden human potential so you can achieve your dreams faster. I realized the best way to do this is to launch a membership group with support from a community of like-minded people. In the membership, you'll have access to courses you can go through at your own pace. There'll be live peer group coaching, as well as one-on-one flow coaching options privately with me. I'll be offering early bird pricing you get to keep for life to members of the newsletter first. So sign up at highflowlifestyle.com, where I'll keep you updated on the lower-priced early bird membership access. I'll also send you my flow tips for optimal human performance and happiness. Now back to the show. From your, your day-to-day schedule, you mentioned counseling. Um, things have definitely changed now, but are, when you say you're going to an office, is this a home office or are you still going outside of the house? Yeah, unfortunately, my office is a mile from the house. Um, and, and many years ago, I had a, another psychologist, a partner in, uh, who was with me, and uh, we purchased this big old house. And uh, so it's, it takes me three minutes to get there. And uh, that's where I see everyone. I'm fortunate. It's a very big office. My part of it is. So I can continue to see people through the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have various uh, exits and entrances for them to come in. So we can, we don't have anyone in the waiting room at any, you know, uh, with anyone else. They can come in. They can actually take their mask off if they want to, because they're going to be about 12 feet away from me. And I've been doing that. So, you know, I, I still do about 40, 45 hours a week worth of uh, seeing clients, but it's something that I've always enjoyed. You know, I, I love being with people and talking with them. And it's, you know, something I, I think I'll miss when it, when it you know, kind of dwindles down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great. You've created that, that structure in that space that, you know, you can, you know, I'm sure you feel comfortable and you've created some type of atmosphere where your clients feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Can you tell us about a time of, you know, have you ever had an aha moment of insight, followed yeah. your intuition to solve a problem? Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I also do training. Uh, I'm training for the state. I'm in here in Pennsylvania and I was doing a state training one day and um, uh, with someone else and the other person was on first and I watched him and he was having an interplay with um, the audience that was there who was not really into what was happening. You know, they, they came there for continuing education credits. They were there and they were, weren't really engaged. And I watched him uh, trying to get them engaged. And I realized we go on there and we try to, uh, have this interplay between us and the audience. And if the feedback isn't where we want it to be, we have a tendency to adjust to that, then we go down. And then that's, that's when I really started to look at, you know, 
man, we need to go inside ourselves, maximize what we have and let them see that part. Let them see that energy uh, come out and not play off the energy of someone else. That's Mm. something that we do. And and, and often we're even taught that. I just think, you know, what I saw was that you go in yourself Take your intellect, take your emotions, take your, your, your what you're bringing physically to, to, to any situation and really wrap it around there and uh, and be yourself. Uh, take that and, and, and work from the inside out. And that's why I keep preaching that. But that was the time it was about I'm thinking th- almost 30 years ago. That's when I said, oh, I have to change the way I'm doing this. I'm trying to be a nice guy to everyone. I'm trying to play off of them. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing what they do to get into my head, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I'm going from there, which, and what I should do is just be me and put it out there. I mean, there's always adjustments you make to you to accommodate people and you want to be uh, open to what they're thinking and feeling, but never compromise what what's inside, what my strengths are, my own identity, if you will, bring that mm-hmm. outward. And that's really where the whole program started to, uh, to develop from that point where my, it was a whole different way to look at things. Mm-hmm. And that's where I realized you know, everything we have is already inside us. We need to just go in there and learn, first of all, to identify what those things are and then to learn how to bring those forward and, 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 you know, and, and use those as, as we move forward in our lives. And that's what yeah. the program, I, I call it the process way of life. Those were, I, I've identified the processes that we can do that with. And, um, and that's a program for 20 years I've used at the office. And that's what the book is all about. So wow. that aha moment changed everything. Mm-hmm. It, that makes me wonder or think about there. There's a couple different theories, and and you mentioned you know your strengths, and and some people say play to your strengths. Other people focus on building your weaknesses for a more well-rounded approach. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. That's what my program is all about. <clears throat> I, I as I was putting this thing together. I started to realize that everything we do is process oriented. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what it is. You and I prepared for an interview today. You did your things that you had to do. I had mine things to do. Those were all processes to get to a certain point. So you know, that's a simplified version in, in a more, in a, in a grand theme, everything we do in our lives follows processes, honesty, um, communication. We've talked about that already. Um, gratitude, passion, creativity, uh, what, it, it play to your strengths, but the key is to identify what those strengths are and then to define them uh, in general terms and then specifically how they work for me. And that's what I teach people to do. We'll, we'll, we'll take a concept like honesty. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the levels of honesty and how it applies to that person and how you can uh, change it around and get it to the point where it really becomes an ally. Even if it's uncomfortable, it's an ally for you. And then we take those processes and we move forward. And I present all the information for, for people. And then I give them the exact steps because I think that's what's missing in self-help. I hear a lot mm. of very learned people come and go through these these, you know, long explanations of what they, you know, want us to do. And that's great. And then when they're done, I say, well, that's wonderful. Look at, there's all the information you laid out, but it's not, it's not practical. It's not pragmatic. How about if we tell people exactly what they can do? We know they're going to change it around a bit for themselves, but (laughs) here, these are the six or seven or eight steps. Do these things and this, and you, and you can become more honest. You'll learn how to deal with honesty a little bit better. So, um, so for me, it's uh, it's from the inside. Everything's from the inside out. 
Okay. So environment's great. It, no, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't go with the nature and nurture thing too much. Mm-hmm. It's common sense. It's it, the environment's going to impact on us, but I do think we have control about how it does. It's going to come in. We can't control the fact that it does and often what that is, but we can certainly have more control over the way we deal with it and how we're going to factor those things into uh, how we live our lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's getting people to a place where they can sort of take a breath and think about their response to the emotions rather than just that point of reaction. We all get caught up in just the pure reaction. We do. And that's actually a chapter in the book. I, I call it I over E, which is intellect over emotion. And, 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 and if people understand that they don't have to put their emotions aside, just, you know, not permanently, temporarily, you know, the virus hit. And I, I use, I've been using this as an example, you know, it hit and without going into, you know, that pause mode, let me catch my breath. Let me slow down, see what I have to do here. Everyone got emotional. Someone said, as you remember, get your paper products in order. We know what happened from that point. <laughs> and the emotions took off from there when all we had to do is take a step back and say, let me think about this. Let me get get, get my head into the picture here. My intellect's strong enough to do this. Let me get the facts so I give myself the right information. And then let me devise a plan that I can move forward on. And and it's really, you know, it's what I call present, understand, fix. Present it, get all the facts, understand it, move into a a place where you can devise a plan to move forward. You know, nothing I'm writing, nothing I'm dealing with is rocket science. It's nothing new. It's all, it's been there for years. I've just put a program together where they can follow it step by step. That's all. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please stop by Apple Podcasts and review and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And help us spread the importance of leading a high flow lifestyle by telling a friend and sharing on social media. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now go put some of this flow state training to work and live your life to its fullest. And I'll see you shortly on the next episode or inside the community at highflowlifestyle.com.